Chapter 20. Triggered. A dark Chicago night covered the city. Snow drifted past the large front window of Baba's cottage sitting room as a well-stoked fire warmed the room. Michael paced the wooden floor. Gabriel sat in the high back chair across from him, his elbows braced on his knees with his chin on his clasped hands. They waited. The double doors were closed as Baba got Callie into dry clothes. The tick of the hand-painted and handcrafted grandfather clock became the click of a lock. They turned. Baba opened the rolling door and gave a nod. They entered the half-glass, half-wooden room. Callie, in fresh clothes, lay wrapped in blankets on the padded examination bed under the glass roof. The snow whipped past the glass, sticking to the window panes and drifting off to the tarped-over garden. Wouldn't she be safer inside? Michael asked. I've learned it's best to keep her out here until she wakes just in case I need anything. If she lets out a burst, the sigil under the rug in the sitting room will dissipate the energy and absorb it before it can hurt anyone. Baba went shelf to shelf as she gathered herbs. She's released them before. Baba nodded, her gaze looking over a shelf. Why? Stress, if she's upset, or has a nightmare. I think the burst has to do with the emotions she experiences while asleep. She grabbed another jar of herbs and balanced it on the others in her arms, her way of expelling the extra emotions. Baba nodded. Must have been an intense nightmare. Michael rubbed his chin. They can be. Baba rested the jars of herbs on her workbench. She grabbed a stone mortar and sprinkled some of the herbs into it. I can only imagine how that went. Luckily, no one was hurt, but the blast caused more than enough damage. Baba waved her hand, unlocking the cabinet beside her workbench with her magic and took out a bottle of water. She poured some water into the stone bowl, rested the bottle on the workbench and mixed the water and herbs together. Kel isolates herself. It's one of the reasons she put our house at the back of the property. It must be hard for her. She tries not to act like it bothers her, but I can tell it gets to her on some days. A lot more since the car accident. Why is that? Michael came closer to the workbench. I'm not sure. She won't tell me. She talks to herself a lot more lately, Jojo said as she walked into the room. How'd you get in here? Michael asked. Cat door. She hopped up onto a nearby stool and then jumped onto the bed at Callie's feet. Jojo, her breathing. It's okay, Baba held out her palm. Cats have a way with energy that allows them to see it. Cal doesn't always have a pulse so Jojo makes sure that Cal stays where she is. You said something similar in the Victorian. Michael looked at Jojo. Jojo nodded. It's my job to make sure Cal's soul stays and to alert Baba when she fades. Callie could move as a soul, but the tether to her body is still there. I alert Baba when that connection starts to weaken. Then I pull my crystals out with added herbs and lake water and hope that's enough to recuperate what Cal's lost, Baba said. Some healing runes and sigils might help, Gabriel said. You mean like ones from heaven? He nodded. And a few from Queen Alice. Life has her own kind of magic. Leva cocked an eyebrow, like back at the lake. So I was right, the energy that came off of Cal could be life energy. Gabriel nodded. Queen Alice is a highly trained knight, but, by trade, is a healer. Her heir would share the same connections. So Cal really could be this woman's daughter. She is, Cal, a princess to a realm. Not sure how I feel about that, she isn't really the type. But then again, when have the storybooks ever been right? Baba cracked a grin. The healing runes could be worth trying. All right. Baba nodded, picking up the stone mixing bowl. A fresh hand towel drifted over to Baba's hand as she moved her chair closer to Callie. Baba smeared the towel on the paste and dabbed the mix of herbs on Callie's chest and forehead. The herbs against Callie's skin began to reek. The guys backed up from the rot stench and Jojo buried her nose under the blanket. Baba gagged, finished, and rested the bowl on the workbench, taking a few steps back. I don't recall your herbs smelling that bad in the kitchen. Gabriel held his hand over his mouth and nose. Medicine doesn't always taste or smell great, but I think the reaction of the water and herb mix has something to do with Cal, too. Baba cracked open the two glass doors that overlooked the back garden, letting the cold air carry off some of the smell. How so? Like the water reflects what she feels or is even trying to draw out what's making her sick. Baba came back over to the workbench. I think that's why this is one of the few things that actually helps her. Interesting hypothesis. There have been times where we've gotten the opposite effect. 
We have tried making mixes with the water to see if it would help Pal sleep, but it only made her nightmares worse. Varied results. Baba nodded. It's why I chose to have Cal in the cottage where I can monitor her closely. I think Callie had a nightmare in the Mustang. Michael said, before she released her burst. He nodded. But she was talking, too. Sleep talking, it can happen. Did you catch what she said? Michael shook his head. Baba sighed, resting a hand on her hip. So much for knowing what her trigger was this time. She's talked in her sleep before. Her screaming fits that lead to a powerful and dangerous burst of emotional energy that I mentioned before. Right. Michael nodded. So Kelly's bursts are mostly connected to her nightmares. Gabriel asked. Baba teetered her hands like a scale and then rested them on her hips. Cows have nightmares longer than she's let out bursts. She separates herself when she needs to let out a burst when she's awake. The bursts paired with nightmares have only been the last year. I always thought it was an after-effect of her falling off the wagon last time. Wagon, a phrase humans use for when a sober person goes back to drinking. Kelly was an alcoholic. Baba nodded. And a card player. She's got a head for numbers and rhythms. She told me that the drinking and gambling started as a few drinks and a couple of card games, but then it just got worse over time. That's how we met. She went on a bender and then shut down. Like tonight, Michael asked. Baba nodded. Only she was in a shipping yard and ended up in a crate of supplies that I'd ordered from overseas. She was still unconscious by the time the crate arrived on my doorstep in the Black Forest. I thought she was dead, but Jojo could see her energy. I treated Cal the best I could, but it was another week before she woke up. Sounds bad. I can't really blame her. She wrung her hands. What is it, Bother? Michael rested a hand on her shoulder. She sighed. The winter season has never been easy for Cal. That's when her nightmares start and they don't end until spring. It's worst around Christmas, Jojo said. Cal has tried everything she can not to see those images, from staying up for hours, chugging coffee and energy drinks, or taking on more cases. Baba held up a finger for each, counting them, only for her to crash. Cal's life hasn't been easy and with how she's been since the car accident, I was worried she'd slip again like last winter. The other lake trip you mentioned, Gabrielle said. Baba nodded. Cal goes to the lake to think her to be alone. But her ending up at the lake the time before last, I think has more to do with her memories than she lets on. Go on. Baba sat down at her workbench, facing him and Gabriel, and said, Cal had gone to meet with Kenny. Kenny. Kendall Montes Stone. He's a detective and a friend. He and Cal have been working together for a couple years now. For her pie. Work, Michael said. Baba nodded. But when Cal came home that night, I could tell something was wrong. She didn't speak. She didn't weep. She went to her room and shut the door. Baba sighed, shaking her head. I caught a bad cold from the kids. You got sick. He copped an eyebrow. Even doctors and, yes, master witches, get sick. The kids bring home all kinds of germs from school. Paranormal and magic germs are the easiest things to shake off, I tried. And Kelly, I passed out on the sofa, but you took her to the lake. Michael crossed his arms as a chill came through the room. He glanced at his jacket in the sitting room, but chose to stay. The thing that happened before that, it was so strange. Leva rubbed the back of her neck. I'd woken up, but everything was different. How so? Muted colors, barely any sound, and the fact that my body was still asleep on the sofa even though I was standing. You were a soul. Michael's eyes widened. That was pretty freaky, Jojo Sam. It sounds like you're describing the realm of shadows. Cal called it the in-between. They're the same thing. It's an extension of the realm of the dead that enwraps the earth. It's how reapers are able to maintain their abilities in a physical form while outside the realm of the dead. But the realm of shadows is a place where souls roam and wait for reapers or his majesty's help. How did you get there? Did you die from your cold? Gabriel's brown eyes widened. His fear slipped out. It felt like I could, but no, Cal had called me there. Baba said, I thought only his majesty could call souls to the land of the dead. He looked at Michael. Only reapers by what I know. Michael shrugged. 
Callie could have been able to call Baba because of her apparent mix of their abilities. Queen Alice can't call upon souls. Then Callie could have been able to call Baba because she sees her as family. So, I'm like an honorary reaper. Baba rubbed her chin. Kind of awesome. But, by his majesty, you mean death. Gabriel nodded. He's an embodiment like Queen Alice. The reapers told Cal about him. They mentioned that death and life, or Queen Alice, were close. I always thought them being embodiments or knowing each other was some figure of speech for reapers having to honor life and protect souls living and deceased. Both are true, in fact. Cal's a reaper. How is that possible if her mama's lie? Baba's blue eyes widened like a thought had clicked into place and her jaw dropped. Her gaze on them as she pointed to Callie. She's his. Yes. Gabrielle said. And he's her. Yes. Michael nodded. Oh, crap. She ran her hands through her wavy white hair with her gaze on Callie. Baba. Yes. She looked at Michael. After you woke in the realm of the shadows. Oh, yes. Cal called me. He said that. I mean verbally, from her room. She didn't sound right. I rushed upstairs to find her crying on the side of her bed. She kept apologizing. For drinking. Gabriel cupped an eyebrow. Yes, that, but it was like she was also apologizing for something else. Like what? Michael asked. Baba shrugged. Cal kept saying, she's dead, over and over. The fear in her eyes, I'd never seen her that way. She sounds terrified. That's when I saw her physical body passed out on the floor at the end of the bed. I managed to calm Cal, well, her soul self, and she told me about the lake. I woke up, got her there as fast as I could, and hoped for the best. That's when I saw the light, felt the energy, and saw Cal's wings. What triggered her that she'd go back to drinking? Baba turned to her workbench, opened a drawer, and pulled a piece of paper out from under the notebooks. She handed it to Gabrielle, saying there had been a murder that night. The woman who was killed, from what Callie told me, looked like her. Gabrielle looked at the drawing. This looks like Queen Alice. What? Michael asked. Gabrielle passed him the paper. A detailed sketch of a fair-skinned 20-some-year-old woman with her long, wavy raven hair partly covered by the drape of a white hood graced the page but it was her deep purple eyes that stood out. It is Queen Alice. Michael looked at Baba. Where did you get this? Kill. Baba glanced at her. It was part of her therapy to draw what she saw in her nightmares. So she does remember. Why not tell us? Gabriel asked. Leave a cocked an eyebrow. I think by now you've spent enough time with Cal and her stubbornness to know the answer to that. Good point. I wouldn't get your hopes up anyway. Cal normally burns her drawings after she's finished. Why? I guess seeing them is too painful for her. She would have charred that one too if I hadn't managed to save it. Her past scares her that much. Michael asked. She's been through a lot. So she mentioned. Cal told you. Briefly before she passed out. She wasn't able to go into details. There's even more, actually. This is only the tip of it. 